you know the podcast that we record together every week? Uh, yeah, the All That and a Glass of Water podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's the one. Yeah, I, I know that one. I've been listening to it lately, and I, th- I think I'm starting to form a parasocial relationship with you. I was thinking the same, and I think that's pretty inappropriate of you. And you should you should chillax. Hey, wait a minute. We're live. Oh, we are live. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the All That in a Glass of Water podcast. I'm your host, Trevor. I'm your other host, Lily. And we have some water this week. And I wanted to preface this water with a passage from the book, Renegades, Rebels, and Rogues Under the Czars. Um, <laughs> okay. This is by a person. I like that we have an, a record of, of how long you've been doing this paper. Oh, yeah. This <laughs> is... I this this paper may kill me. I may be dead by the if next episode. Fucking it, it, hey, listeners, come try to carry Trevor's backpack, and you'll know the pain. You'll it, know how much we sacrifice for this terrible. podcast. I think I like this. Like I have, uh, I think five or six really thick books in my bag right now. Yeah, and I think legitimately, I think it's giving me back problems. Yeah, it um, sure it sure is. My body feels sore constantly. Why do you have to carry them all? Just like just just. You're not going to read them all in one day, are you? Do you have them like laid out in a semicircle around you like you're doing Sherlock Holmes research? Actually, yes. What (laughs) I have them all read and marked because I don't really like take notes and like keep them separate. Like I just mark, I've written in these library books and I've marked them. Um, And I have to go through and find the piece of information in the book every time I want to source, uh, cite something. Oh, it's how, really inefficient. How Anyways. long is this paper? I'm sorry. We're doing, it's, we're doing Trevor's paper corner. <laughs> this is Trevor's paper segment. 1800 words. Uh, well, that's the max. It, it's tw- like 1250 to 1800 words, I think. Okay. So really not that long. That's, that's like under four pages. Yeah. It's like a, <laughs> honestly a pretty normal sized paper. I've yeah. done way too much research i could probably write like like 40 pages on the streltsy at this point i think yeah i don't mean to devalue your work i hope you don't take this the wrong way but i thought this was going to be like minimum 20 pages for real <laughs> really yeah no because <laughs> like, you've been doing it for a month it's all you do <laughs> it's pr- uh, yeah you're carrying 40 pounds of literature like yeah god damn it's, well um, you're gonna get like an aa aa you're gonna get a triple A plus. I don't even know. Okay, because I was I was gonna my argument was gonna be that it it was cheap for the Russian government to um to use this this unit. Mm. And let let me get out let me get out something really quick. <laughs> we have to cite a source on this one. I read the other day. I was going back through my notes, um, or, or through the books that I've. Do you just I've read marked. these cover to cover? No, no, no. I just read specific chapters. Um, So I was going to make an argument Mm -hmm. for the Streltsy being cheap for the Russian military until I read uh, in one of these books, the Streltsy were significantly more expensive for the Treasury than the new, uh, than the middle service class cavalry. So what are you, what are you going to do now? I'm just going to, I'm going to say, oh, despite uh, whatever this scholar's name is, uh, claim that the Streltsy were expensive. They were still cheap, comparatively. Uh, I'm just gonna make the same argument and just <laughs> and just pre- kind of you know pretend what? like the that statement doesn't exist to I, an extent. I mean, they probably won't know that that exact passage exists from that book. So you could maybe just don't mention that one. No, anyways, you have like um, a, a good counter. Okay, back to the water. Back What's to the water? How are we introing this water? Okay, so I this is this is from the book Renegades, Rebels, and Rogues Under the Czars, um, the chapter called Rebel Relatives and the Revolts of the Streltsy. Uh, this is a passage about uh, Peter the Great. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the one of the best. Oh, well, yeah, I would yep. I would go as far to say he was one of the greats. It's a bit strong. Come, all right. Why don't you just marry him? Uh, I'd like to announce the union between me and uh, Russians are Peter the Great. Um, uh, it's it's me, Peter. Peter, oh, I'm so glad you could He's you could be a guest on my podcast, Peter. Hello, honey. Hey, Peter. My husband, Trevor. Peter, um, you know, I I, I hate to say, it, I think you're treating the serfs kind of badly. Serfs, we call them. Little little beaches here at the palace here at the here at the Tsar Palace. Mm-hmm. That's our nickname for them. That's 
really mean, Peter. I don't think, old Peter, I don't know if we can stay together if you keep using this kind of language. You're going to go marry a, a little bitch, huh? When, you know what? You you are a serf now. What? No. <laughs> no. I'm, I don't want to be. I'm taking all your money. You no. are you are poor. I have to work the land? That's right. You get triple quota for No. They don't call me Peter the Great for nothing. Here's a little in case you forgot, Peter. Here's uh, a little um tale from your life. This is this is by someone named Peter Julicher. Oh, I think is their name. <laughs> now this is the real Peter. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Peter left Muscovy, Muscovy for Holland, where Peter resided for five months. Mm, he spent most great. of his time working in a shipyard, but also took time to observe the dissection of cadavers, learn to pull teeth, and peer into a microscope. So many teeth pulled. He then traveled to England to continue his apprenticeship as a shipbuilder, where he also enjoyed the generous hospitality of William III. Thank you, William. Thanks again. The king admired the Tsar's energy and curiosity and entertained him lavishly. He staged a mock naval battle in his honor, invited mm. him to visit Parliament, and presented him with a magnificent yacht. There were, there were yachts when I was alive. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> Peter was not one to show gratitude, especially when it was discovered that he had nearly destroyed his temporary Deptford residence. Not only were the carefully manicured lawn and gardens dug up and completely ruined, but mud and grease were smeared all over the house. There were also torn drapes, broken windows, and expensive paintings riddled oh, with bullet holes. Wild night, that one. <laughs> the English were aghast, but Peter apparently shrugged it all off by paying for the damage with a huge uncut diamond mm, my favorite diamond I, I gave to to will now peter um i uh was looking through the uh our universe or my universities you don't yes. go here peter no i go um, i go to russia you uh and they had in their archives in their archaeological exhibit mm -hmm. a a glass of water from your trip to holland oh and they were nice enough um to, to provide that with us today to review. Oh, the, the memories within the, in I've spit into this one. Oh, you have? Yeah, so many, that. so many uh, great memories with Will and 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 all the all the folks at Holland. Yeah, I can definitely taste your spit, Peter. Yeah, so it's from from it's been fermented for uh. two. How old am I? <laughs> Hey Trevor, I forgot how uh, old am I, Peter the Great? Well, you know, as you're as you grow older, I'm sure your memory starts to go. Um, you are like 300. Oh, years that's old. about what I would have would have guessed. Yeah, yeah. probably uh, more like 350. This 350 year old spits water is very tasty. Can I? Hey Trevor. Yeah. Yes, Peter. <laughs> Can I do this voice? <laughs> Is this allowed, Trevor? Well, it's you know, it's not really that Russian, Peter. I'm going to say that. What, what is it, Trevor? What would you call my voice? I would say, I would guess that you were probably um, from the Netherlands is, is where I would guess. Which Okay, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Um, it's a little Russian, no? Uh, sure. Yeah. Baltic, I suppose. That's I, I right. don't actually know where the... If the nether, if the Baltic Sea is near the Netherlands, that's not the point. Uh, the point is, this water is two out of five thirsty points. It is not very good. In oh, my opinion. me, Peter the Great, Russia. Yes, <laughs> love this water. Five out of five thirsty points. Okay. Okay. Thank God, Peter. Peter left. Peter's <laughs> oh, left. Pe see you, Peter. Bye, Peter. I'll see you oh. in the divorce proceedings. Bye, guys. Enjoy the show. He's he left. Yeah, he's gone. Um, thank thank God. Thank what God. A, he Jesus. wouldn't let me talk that entire time. Yeah, he had your a uh, hand over your mouth. <laughs> really which fucking I thought rude. Was rude. Yeah, I thought you you know because you know him better than anybody. I thought you would have said something. Well, I, I you wouldn't want to. If I had said something, this room would be in shambles by now. Uh, you you heard the thing about the uh, he had a, house. He had yeah. a wild night. He got a little he got a little tipsy. He had some people over. He had some friends over, and he got a he got a little crazy. We've all been there. That's true. Yeah. Don't um, hate on my man, Peter. Okay. Um, 
do we have uh do we have any topics today? Did we did we, did we prepare anything this week? Do we want to open with with Ant Man? Yeah, let's open with Ant Man. Trevor, I have terrible terrible news. Oh no! Please divulge it to me in the uh in the in the easiest uh least damaging way possible. Okay, it's going as a topical ointment. Okay. Uh, Lily saw a movie. Lily saw Ant Man and the Wasp: Colon Quantum Mania. Okay, now I am very familiar with um, media, let's say, mm-hmm. that involves the word quantum. So I have high hopes yeah. for this uh, for this movie. It's not as quantum as you would want. Really, it's uh doesn't the the quantum part made me mad. Because you're not supposed to think about it, but I was thinking about it, and it's like they go to the to the quantum realm, which is like sub microscopic world. Fine, I can buy that. There's little aliens living down there. It's very cool. Um, it's uh, it's pretty ugly. Um, that is all going down. But like, they go, they get sucked down there from like different points in a room, and if we're subatomic, and it's but this is being like you know blown up to to human size. That's true. There are millions of miles between the five feet that they both got sucked down, but then they can meet up. Like they both land in the same spot. And it's like, oh. is the quantum realm just very, very tiny. And is it the size of an earth? And it's just, you know, when you get sucked down, you go to, I, I don't know. No one, no one cares, but I cared. And I was like, they should have to walk for years yeah. to find each other in this, in this dumb little universe they made. And it should be in real time too. Yeah. It's like a, an epic journey. That you have to stay in the theater for. That's right. Paul Rudd is stopping every other role he's working on, everything else in his life. He doesn't have kids. He doesn't have a spouse. He's going to he's gonna walk, and I'm going to watch it for the rest of both of our lives. Yeah. And he's going to like now, it. Now, okay, the quantum realm, this is, it's microscopic. Mm-hmm. It's like a whole other world that supposedly is, I, I suppose, all around us right now. Yeah. Which is really small, right? There are... There's a bunch of little aliens walking on your arm. There's okay. probably like a big city there. Uh, a city? I bet Jonathan Majors as King the Conqueror is is chilling on your eyelash right now, and he's oh, probably fucking shit. some people up, and it's look it looks very cool. You know, I thought I felt a scratch earlier. Yeah. An itch. That was uh, his long nails. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how was this movie otherwise? Um, a lot of people don't like it. I saw someone. I was, re- you know, you know, I love to read the Rotten Tomatoes reviews. I saw someone on Rotten Tomatoes say it's the worst MCU movie ever. Oh my god! Which is so incorrect. Not because Quantum Mania is very good, but because some are very, very bad. Right. That person either has not seen them all or is a dirty liar, <laughs> <laughs> because it's not. It's not the worst one by by far. What would you say is the worst one? Mm, honestly, I really hate Ant Man One. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's not the worst though. That'd be like Incredible Hulk or Thor one for me. Yeah. I haven't even seen either of those movies more than once. So yeah, no, I've only seen them once too. Um, both bad. It's weird. Um, I don't have, I don't have a lot to say on quantum mania. It's, I, I've taken a, I used to be very into the MCU and I took a break kind of after, after Endgame. I stopped mm. watching most of them. Um, I haven't seen most of the shows. They chose a great time to really just make hours and hours of content right when everyone was saying they're not sure why they should care anymore. They were like, we're going to make you guys watch so much <laughs> to, to keep up with what's going on here. Well, So there was a lot of stuff you needed to know going into this film is what not, you're saying? Not this one specifically. Watching Loki helps, um, but it, it definitely wasn't necessary. Um but I'm just like, I don't know, when I, when I head into the theaters for Avengers 5, the Kang Dynasty in 2025, it's like, am I gonna, do I need to have seen the Moon Knight? I don't know. Is that the actual name of the film, the next Avengers film? Avengers, the Kang Dynasty? Yeah, coming out 2025. I didn't even know there was going to be an, uh, another Avengers film. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited now because Jonathan Majors plays Kang and the whole idea is like a whole bunch of him from different multiverses. Oh. All team together to to like take over the the timelines. It seems, if I understand the the Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania correctly, there's more time travel coming. Not probably not really. It's like the multiverse stuff. Oh. And at a time, and they can they exist outside the timeline, and they can jump between timelines. The Kangs. Um, 
And a Jonathan Majors is just really good as him. And get, we get to watch, coming 2025, we get to watch like a thousand of, of Jonathan Majors fight the Avengers, and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> so I'm actually very excited for that. Who, okay, you're you're going to hate me forever, but who yeah. is Jonathan Majors? I had no idea before he's played this role. Oh. Um, he He's Kang the Conqueror in Loki. He plays Kang the, the Time Lord or whatever. Oh. Because <laughs> he, he plays a different... I think he's just going to be the villain for every Marvel movie, like for the next six years, but like a different, a different variant of himself, which is very cool. That's and pretty smart. Not to hire anyone else. Yeah, I feel a little bad for him. I don't think he's going to be doing much else, but you know, that's that's the case for everyone in the MCU. Let me look up this guy. He he's probably done something else that we should have seen. I have one hundred tabs open on my computer right now. It's all porn. He's got so much porn pulled up right now. That's true. He's he already pulled up Ant-Man and the Lost Quantum Mania porn, which is pretty strange. Yeah. You can't even it's it's kind of just one person and then supposedly there's another one. But um, they're tiny. But they're tiny. Oh, uh, is who so is it Paul Rudd? Yeah. He's like, "Oh, Kang, don't stop. You're so small." Yeah, and Kang is climbing around inside Paul Rudd. Yeah, um, poking at all the the pleasure centers, um, actually in Paul Rudd's brain. Oh wow! Yeah, going directly to the source. That you know, that makes more sense, you know. Yeah, cut out the middleman. That's the brain's where it's all going down, anyways. It's kind of using um, the uh, the electrical currents in the brain, sort of as a as a bullet train to get from one area to the next. Yeah, is this is a. Uh, Marvel's coming to hire us for Ant-Man and the Wasp 4. Yeah. Uh, Paul Paul Rudd's Paul Rudd has sex. That's right. Brain sex. Yeah. Um, Kang is traveling to Paul Rudd's sexiest memories <laughs> and making him relive them. <laughs> um, yeah. What if Kang went and killed like the guy from "I Love You, Man"? He's going to every timeline. What is what is that film? It's a classic Paul Rudd film, I think. I sure hope he's in that. He might not you know what? be. Instead of looking up Jonathan Majors, I'm going to look up Paul Rudd. Ken goes and kills everyone from Parks and Rec. How about that? Ken, Ken goes and kills Amy Poehler from Parks and Rec. Paul Rudd is in Parks and Rec? Oh, my gosh. You don't know anything about Paul Rudd. <laughs> you hate this guy. You're right. I know he was in Friends. He was in Friends? He was in like the last two seasons of Friends. Oh, yeah. okay. Kang goes and kills Phoebe from Friends. Yeah, that's it. That's who Paul Rudd marries. Whoa, really? Yeah. He was like a full full ass character in Parks in in, uh, in Friends. Yeah. Wow. Um He was he had like he was in like four episodes in Parks and Rec. Uh okay, so Paul Rudd's first role is in Clueless. Mm-hmm. He played the role of Josh. We all know we all know Josh from Clueless. Oh yeah, Kang Kang got him. And then he was in Halloween Six. Oh, uh, we love Halloween Six. Credited as Paul Steven Rudd. It's, a, it's his cousin. He played his cousin Paul Paul Steven Rudd. And then he was in Romeo plus Juliet. Oh yeah, Kang's gonna fuck that one up. Then he was in The Size of Watermelons. Yeah, Kang's coming for that one. <laughs> what else did you have to say about <laughs> Quantum Mania? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I give it three out of five thirsty points, okay. which I think most people who have seen it will will be mad at me for that. They'll think that's too high. But honestly, I had fun, mostly just because Jonathan Majors is good. The thing I wanted to say. Okay. I saw this with the AMC Stubbs A-list. Oh, yes. Um, thank you, AMC. Thank you, Kevin Feige, for inviting me to the... Uh, the sun is showing on Sunday. He didn't. He didn't invite me to an early preview, and he did like make me use an AMC Stubbs ticket. But he did. He called me up and said, "Hey, we we'd like you to see Batman and the Wasp: Quantum Mania." So, so that you could review it. <laughs> yeah. On our ultra famous podcast. Yeah, I'm hoping next time he at the very least is like, "Hey, here's a ticket to a Thursday preview," because uh, he, he just he gave me a shitty 4 p.m. Sunday showing. Yeah. Um, but I saw this with AMC Stubbs A-list and I was sitting there in the trailers. Okay. You know, some great trailers. Yeah. Marvel's, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. A joke in that trailer got a bigger laugh than anything in, in Ant-Man. Really? <laughs> yeah, which was pretty fun. Um, but you know, seeing Shazam, 
uh, Shazam City of the Gods. I wrote down these titles. Uh, the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oh, There's a new Indiana yeah. Jones movie. And I'm like, the AM, the AMC Stubbs A-list is curse. Because I have to watch all of these now. You have like, to. I don't give a shit about any of them. I'm going to have to go to the stupid, I'm going to have to drive my little ass down to the stupid theater. I'm going to have to buy a, a, a popcorn. And I'm going to have to sit there and I'm going to have to watch Chris Pine be a little be a little Dungeons and Dragons man for two hours. Isn't it something like $2.50 for each kernel of popcorn nowadays? That's right. It's a two 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 thirty with the AMC Stubbs A-list. Oh, that's a that's pretty good. Yeah, and I'm still getting like a, a medium bucket. Yeah. I'm paying several hundred dollars every trip to the theater. That's a lot. But everyone in the theater is really jealous because they see me with all my popcorn. I, dr- I drop some on the ground just to flex. Really? <laughs> <laughs> the guys who clean up afterwards are uh, taking them and reselling them yeah. on the black market. Yeah. Um, I, I tip... I tip the cleaning people with that's I I don't throw out my popcorn but that's cuz I'm tipping them. Mm-hmm. I don't even eat it all. I eat maybe a quarter. <laughs> and you've paid upwards of $500 for this bucket. Yeah. Um, that's right. All thanks to AMC Stubbs. Thank you AMC Stubbs A-list. We are sponsored. I am getting paid to say this. I genuinely do highly recommend the AMC Stubbs A-list. Yes. For all your movie needs at AMC. And that's not a joke. You are actually receiving money from AMC for saying this. Yes. Uh, yeah, I am actually. They are putting me through college. They are paying for my house. I live in AMC corporate housing. Um, uh, which is pretty weird for someone who just does ads for them like like as an independent contractor, but they mm-hmm. just love my advertisement so much. Wow, that, that's that's nice of them. It's weird that they don't give you any money. Yeah, kind of strange. One hundred percent is going to you. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I am the one mostly voicing all of the good things about the AMC Stubbs A list, but like you do, you do a lot of work for this podcast you know as well. What? I've I've noticed that like like I'll check my bank account and like money will just be gone. Yeah, and it'll say AMC. Like there, there's a note um, at the top of my bank account on on the app that I use that says. Ha ha, AMC has stolen your money and given it to your friend. Oh yeah, they, uh, M- Mike, Mike Ampk from AMC told yes, me. A- yes, uh, <laughs> descendant of the founder of AMC. Of yeah, course. CEO of AMC, Mike Ampk told me he was going to do that. Um, and I said, the more the, the more the merrier, pal. So yeah, th- I did consent to your money being stolen by AMC theaters. Drat. <laughs> um, okay, that's that's all. That's all for this week. Go see Hitman and the Lost Quantum Mania, and then uh, tell us tell us you saw it. Let us know. I went on a tangent last night. Now my YouTube algorithm is, I think, perhaps one of the more unique YouTube algorithms, mm-hmm. uh, because over time I have encouraged the algorithm. Uh, to recommend me videos with very, very, very few views. And I yeah. always click on them. <laughs> um, okay. I'm looking for the hidden gold, you know? Yeah, that's a fun that's a fun idea. And I think what I found here was maybe like a, a vein of lead or something. Um, that's reasonably valuable. Yeah. It's somewhat um, dangerous, I guess. Now, what I found is something called the Toronto School of Perception. Okay. Um, I see. I see the view count here. We're looking at eleven views. Yeah, this was posted ten months ago. Um, oh, there's one. Was there's one comment with a love with a heart on it? What's that comment say? It says, "Decentest, decentest, short of a frusker." Is that not in in English? Now, learned uh, listeners will notice that that sentence makes no sense. Is it well? Well, it could be another language. It's not. This is English. What if it was just like Spanish and you're like, this idiot is absolutely... <laughs> Dumbass doesn't even know how to speak. It's absolutely illiterate. None of these words are real. <laughs> Cinco leche. What does that mean? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, well, here's another comment. This guy, Ill Propaganda, has commented on, uh, I think, every one of these videos in this playlist. This, oh, wow. Now, this, um, this video is called Corporate Image, and it's... Uh-huh. Uh, there's a man standing in front of something that says Department of Communicative Disorders, um, mm. which has, Sounds as far as I can tell, nothing to do with the audio of this video. <laughs> <laughs> 
and the audio is talking something about Nixon, something about whatever, blah blah blah. Who cares? Uh, I did a little. I did a little more digging, mm-hmm. and I found out, as far as I can tell, this YouTube channel, um, which the YouTube channel is called Edible Spaceships, is run by a guy named John Oswald. Okay. Um, who he has a, a, a lengthy Wikipedia page. It's not that lengthy. Well, actually, no, it's, it's actually long. pretty lengthy for, um, for a person. That's a good bit. Yeah. He coined the term plunderphonics. Oh, uh, we all know plunderphonics. Oh, of course. Um, plunderphonics is a music genre in which tracks are constructed by sampling recognizable musical works. Mm-hmm. Finding that led me to a YouTube channel called Plunderphonics. Um, and most of these are, in fact, songs uh, that are, are there. It's like music, but it's like. Comp- uh, sort of put together from uh, songs that actually exist. Like Girl Talk All Day. Huh? My, legitimately my favorite album. Girl Talk All Day? It's a mashup of, of that you should, right after this, we're going to have you listen to Girl Talk All Day. Okay, sure. Um, my point really is like this really actually. creeped me out, like yeah. a lot. Okay, um, why, why did it creep you out? Uh, okay, well, one of... I see a... Oh, God. <laughs> scared me. Um, okay, so the, for the listeners here, the image I was shown underneath that track is uh, a giant eyeball with... Is, is that Metallica? What's the, what's that logo in there? I think so. I, I, I can't even tell. With a spinning Metallica logo inside the pupil of the eyeball. It's, this is a pretty frightening image I've been shown. It is. And then I found this website that is supposedly John Oswald's personal website. Um, and okay. this is not secure. <laughs> now, I guess I wanted to bring this up mm. because I, 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 I just do not understand why or what the, what the goal is. I think the goal is to like sort of alter your perception of what perception is, right? To sort of make you question um, how you, uh, you know, the, the traditional ways in which you see the world. Okay, this is the, the objective of the Toronto School of Perception. That, as far as I can tell. Is this a real institution or just a YouTube playlist? <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I don't think it's a real institution as far as, I, as far as I know. Let's Google Toronto School of Perception. Okay. Let's see what we get. I bet if we name this episode Toronto School of Perception, we could totally overtake them. Probably. Yeah, okay. So the first thing that comes up is the video that I first clicked on. Um, oh, there's a Facebook page. Let's see what this uh, is. How many How many follow? Let's, you know what? We're making a new Toronto School of Perception. Yes. Shit, they do have 270 followers. That's a bit more than we can fight right now. We'll okay. get there. This is their slogan. Culture is our business. This was posted six hours ago. This is this oh is an gosh. active organization. Jesus, this is going to be a tough war we're fighting. Yeah. Um. So, folks, uh, I guess th- this this will be kind of a good first goal for this podcast. I think is to overtake the Toronto School of Perception in popularity. Yeah. Okay. When it, when we have, how do you? I mean, right now we have one follower on podbean.com. Thank you. Thank you for following. Thank you for following. That's a, that's a good start. I don't think we're going to get 270 followers on Podbean, but nobody listens on there because it sucks. True. Uh, I'm sorry, Podbean. I hope they don't take down our podcast for that. They are our podcast host. If we get 273 downloads on Spotify, I'd say we can fight them. We can We can start a war at that point. I do worry we're going to stumble across the, the, yeah, the tape. <laughs> oh. on tape Sorry, the um, video. I do worry we're going to stumble across the, across the tape from the ring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is a concern <laughs> of mine. Oh, here we go. Um, oh, watch this and you'll die. You'll okay. die in in, t- in a fortnight. Okay, let's see. It's an interesting new sp- t- spin on it. Watch this video and you'll die in Fortnite. <laughs> No. Wait, what? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, don't play it, Trevor. I need my victory royale, please. No! Um, 
I guess I wanted to bring this up because I, I can't wrap my head around it. I just can't understand what its exact purpose is. And if any listeners wanted to do a little bit more exploration uh, and digging into what this is. Um, I think if you played all the videos in the Toronto School of Perception in one go without looking away, mm-hmm. maybe get one of those one of those things from A Clockwork Orange where you hold your eyelids open. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you something would happen to you. It'd either be superpowers, your skin would go away, uh, eyeballs eyeballs grow legs and walk and walk around. It would, I, I at minimum there would be sort of a, a extended LSD effect for multiple weeks. Oh, would be my estimate. That'd be nice, sort of a non drug induced uh, state of. That's gonna be a bad one illusion. though. It's gonna be a bad. It's gonna be a bad trip. You're gonna be. It's, you're gonna think you're in Fortnite, and you keep getting you keep getting killed by, by people who build really fast. You die. You're gonna you're gonna think you you're dying for it for all eternity by people oh. really good at building in Fortnite until I get a victory royale. Yeah, yeah. You it's you're gonna be it's you know what not even a hallucination. You are gonna be put in a Groundhog Day type scenario where you you do live inside Fortnite, and until you get a victory royale, you die. But the only people are, uh. Children with greater than 2,000 hours in Fortnite. That's what your lobbies are filled with. So you have to beat them. How long are, ch- are children even alive for 2,000 hours? <laughs> these, these kids are. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to kill you in Fortnite for real. Please, I, please just let me get this I'm gonna dub. I'm going to kill you. We're in the final three. And oh. if, if I get this dub, I get, to, I get to leave this hell that has been created for me, please. Boogie bomb. No. Boo. Here I go again. You also, you're going to shit out. Every time you die, you shit your pants. Oh, yeah. It's like a vile. It feels like real death. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, you're like those bullets. They think you think they're hitting you when the shark eats you. They're. I think that can happen in the, Fortnite. I I haven't played Fortnite since like 2019. Yeah, the same. And uh, even then, it was just casually with my little cousin. So yeah, your little cousin's one of them, but he's really good now. Probably now he's in what seventh eighth grade. So yeah, no, he's been grinding. Yeah. Um, you also there's another fun thing about this Groundhog Day scenario. Um, you have to use default skins. <laughs> what? And everyone else has like John Wick. Oh shit! There's like a Spider-Man in there. Isn't there a thing you can do where you like ride one of the rockets? I think so. Yeah, I don't know if you can do. That. I remember this where you fired a rocket and someone would jump on. Yeah. And whenever you had like three people in a party and you got a fourth one, they would always be like, "Hey, ride my rocket," and then they shoot you and kill you. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me like five times. Yeah. Did you actually play Fortnite? Like, I I played a good bit of Fortnite in uh in season two. Did you get? Any victory royales? I have a couple. Vic- I have a, a album of photos on my phone of all my victory royales. Oh my gosh! Let Let's me see how many I have. I'll 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 uh, describe the scene for the listener. Uh, once there are two, I got two victory royales. Okay, you, here's these are one. the only two victory royales you've ever gotten. Is I think that correct? I've probably gotten at least four okay. that I did not take photos of. Oh, those are here's, lost media now. Here's victory royale number okay. one. This is a. This is a what looks like a male skin uh, tank top. Um, I think this might be a default skin. Default skin. Um, there. Let me see it again. Um, uh, right near the what is it called? The storm. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're right. We're right outside the storm. Uh, and then there's a structure which uh, that was built by a child. Okay. Um, did you kill this child? Oh, uh, you know it. That's their dead body right there. Excellent. They, they dropped that. Uh, What's the good? What's that? They they drop their gold scar. Huh? <laughs> Is that what, what? they're called? I don't <laughs> the know. The gun, the gold scar. I have no idea. There's another one of Probably. me in duos. You can see I'm dead, and my my friend won the game for us. Oh, that's nice. Uh, so that's I I probably did something before I died. I bet. Aged, yeah. When was this? Maybe this was in 2018. You're laying in the grass in that one. Yeah, I'm hiding from the people who will kill me. <laughs> <laughs> but that it, I we did win. Let's 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 get a new topic. Okay, uh, can I go? Can I can I give you a quick rant, Trevor? Please do. The new segment we like to call Lily got Lily got a little upset recently. Okay. Um, cookout 
milkshakes are not real milkshakes. What? It's just ice cream with the wrong utensil, and I'm tired of it. I'm tired of pretending it's not. Is okay. First off, cookout. How how widespread is cookout? Is cookout not just, at all? I think okay. it's a North Carolina thing, honestly. Um, cookout for the uninitiated. Uh, well, would you like to describe it since it's your rant? Yeah, cookout's a piece of shit little rat <laughs> business. <laughs> I will say every time I've had cookout, I, I've almost always had stomach issues afterwards. Oh, yeah, but that's part of the experience. I actually yeah. like cookout the food a good bit. It's the only it's the only restaurant where they sell corn dogs right near here. Really? Like, I, I mean, McDonald's doesn't have corn dogs anymore. Not after what I did with them. Not did McDonald's actually have corn dogs at one point? It did for one day until I got my hands on them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I get. I always get a, a two corn dog tray with uh, fries and onion rings, and then a, an Oreo shake. Ah. Um, and little side note before I talk about the milkshake, you can get the cookout four K for four. That's four thousand calories for four dollars. You get uh, a two hot dog tray with a side of two corn dogs, and then you get a shake. Um, and they call it the four K for four. Four thousand calories for four dollars. Oh. Uh, it's closer to like three three thousand two hundred calories. Is that is that an actual? They call it the the what is it? Four K. The four K for four. <laughs> no, it's not real, but it could be almost. Um, we just I just thought it was wild that you can get four hot dogs for like under eight bucks. Yeah, I mean you can do that at the store, but then you got to cook them yourself. Yeah, and some of them come in batter and buns. <sighs> Delicious, but they're milkshakes. They're milkshakes. This is the real issue. Just here. ice cream in a in a cup. Mm-hmm. with a straw yeah if you try to suck that your lips will fall off that's true reminds me of my dick <laughs> um <laughs> yeah i you you know who lily is hooked up with uh because you'll, you'll see him walking around just yeah. absolutely lipless yeah i uh keep a collection okay Not let's many. move on i don't like this anymore uh what's yeah. well, uh, so milkshakes. Yeah, no, the cookout milkshakes are bad, uh, and they're not milkshakes, and they just need to put a little bit more fucking milk in there, guys. That's true. Hey, cookout. Hey, every, hey, everyone over there working at cookout who's always really mean to me when they ask what do I want on my hot dog, and I don't know what they mean. What do you mean you don't know what they mean? <laughs> they say it. Okay, the microphone at the cookout drive-thru is not that good. Right. So they'll be like, oh, you want a hot dog? And then I'm like, what? Sorry. And they're let's like, do, let's, oh. <laughs> let's do an example. All right, I'll be the cookout drive-thru person. You're okay. in your car. You've just pulled up. I'm gonna. This is going to be so genuine. I'm going to do my actual drive-thru voice here. Hi, um, can I get a, uh, a two corn dog tray? Two corn dog tray, uh, could I get that with uh, fries and onion rings, please? Uh, what? They're corn dogs. I want batter. I want batter on them, hopefully. Okay. That, that, that's about it, I think. Normally, you don't ask for toppings on my corn dogs. That's not really what they're for. So you want... You want us to, you want us to take your corn dog, you want us to put dinner in it, and then uh, just give it to you all sloppy like that? Is that so good? Um, well, normally, what what's happened in oh, the... No, 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 please, roll it to the next window, and we'll take your sanitizer. I didn't get my drink. I didn't, uh, I didn't get my Oreo shake. Uh, 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 Oreo shake? Oh, so cool. got, yeah. oh, so please pull it. Uh, the line is uh, starting to get uh, really full. So. That's, okay, I don't think oh, that's on me, but here I go. Hello. Hey. Uh, yeah, we weren't sure what you wanted with this exactly. Okay. Um, I th- so we just kind of took one of our raw hot dogs, put it in there. We poured some batter on there. <laughs> it's Corn dogs are a menu item. I don't know why it's so hard for you to understand. I'm sorry, like, ma'am. What you should have been more clear about that. I should have said, I want the menu item corn dog. <laughs> you, that's what yeah, you I'm want s- me to say, huh? We're just, uh, it's it's too, uh, we got a lot of people here. It's too confusing. Uh, so here you go. Here's your here's your little styrofoam box. Uh, please, please leave the line now. Okay. At least I got it. I didn't give you any money, sucker. 
Damn it. I'm calling the police. Yellow. It's the police. Yeah. Um. Someone just came through our drive-thru, uh, ordered a really shitty hot dog, and then just <laughs> drove away without paying. What an idiot. What'd they, what'd they ask for on that hot dog? Um, they asked for batter. Yeah, oh, exactly. We're sending the whole, we're sending every unit we got. All right. She's driving on uh, 85, so just. This is the police. Please stop your vehicle now. You'll never take me alive. I've got my, I'm going to eat my corn dog. Ma'am, take the corn dog out of your mouth now and relinquish it to the police. Over my dead body. Oh my god, they're shooting batter guns at me. They're covering my car in batter. And then they laid out road spikes, but they blew they blew out the bridge and they filled the river with boiling boiling oil so that my car will be deep fried. Oh god. That's right. It's gonna f- feed the whole police squad for a month. <laughs> All right, boys, eat up. Looks like meat's back on the menu. <laughs> All right, and that was uh, that was your qualm with. The, I have to agree with you about the milkshake thing for real. Yeah, because like you you cannot drink those with no. a straw unless you let it sit for like at least a half hour and let yeah. it melt a little bit. And I still want it to be like cold. Yeah, like the whole thing about a milkshake is it's drinkable ice cream, and mm-hmm. that's just ice cream. And I can't scoop ice cream while I drive. Without the fucking cops getting all pissed about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, I will say, for the milkshakes, mm-hmm. I think the benefit of them is not necessarily their quality. Though they are good, um, if you have a spoon. Yeah. But they have a wide variety of options, and that's really the appeal, I think. This is, you know, the Cheesecake Factory. I'm familiar. I have not eaten there, but uh, I am familiar, yes. Their menu famously has like twenty three pages. Really, it's like a it's a spiral bound menu. No joke. My gosh. Um, they famously have so much food. Um, and honestly, it's a problem. Yeah. And I I bring this up because I think it illustrates that they're thinking more options is better options. Yeah. But eighty percent of the food on the Cheesecake Factory menu probably not good. I haven't had much, most of it. Yeah. This is entirely un uh unresearched opinion. And I'm going to say 93% of the cookout milkshakes bad. bad 93% bad milkshakes. Okay. You Let me- get your vanilla, you get your Oreo, you get your your cherry. Those are your three good milkshakes. That's all. And if anyone who wants to argue otherwise, Email us all that. Uh, I want to argue com. otherwise. Okay, send an email. Get in line. <laughs> <laughs> now let's look. Let's look at the shakes. Let's look at their let's options. Look, let's okay? take a look. At, I think we're gonna go get cookout after this. After this shoot. Oh after God. we wrap, I'm gonna go eat some cookout. That would, that sounds good, but I can't because I gotta write this essay. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so their first item on their milkshake list is fresh banana. I say fr- I've never I s- had. Are we gonna read all 40, 40 plus? <laughs> all seventy eight varieties of milkshake. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, now the fresh is in italic, and I think. <laughs> oh, they can't actually call it fresh. I, I guess so. Interesting. Um, and then there's let's see what else they have. They have like banana fudge. I've never seen someone get banana fudge. Um. Now they they have an eggnog one in December, which Trevor, I'm sorry, I got I need to quickly interrupt here. Okay, we're, I promise we're going to go back to the cookout milkshake. Okay, my mom just texted me. Oh, good lord! She said, "I listened to Starbucks Ass Latte. That's that's all that in glass of water episode four. Starbucks Ass Latte. Yeah, on my way home from work. That's the one that explicitly told our parents not to listen to it. <laughs> what did she, what does she say? My mom says. She said, so I just listened to Starbucks ass latte on my way home from work, dot, dot, dot. This is my family group chat. My younger sister said, and my mom said, it was very funny, except for my supporting role, which is which is us saying that somebody, that JFK, I think, fucked my mom. <laughs> oh. I'm pretty sure that's what happened in that episode. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> um, uh, 
She says, it discusses my fictional sex life. Um, I was saying it's a bad thing. Yeah. And then you, I think you probably said you fucked my mom in it because you say that to me all the time. That's true. It, oh, I can't believe this. I can't believe this happened. That's, uh, I'm honestly disappointed in your mother. It's, it says in the description. Yeah. We say it in the episode. That's true. Yeah. I We apologized last episode, I think. I was going to make a family-friendly special just for my mom to make up for making an episode she's banned from. Yeah. But you know what? Now the next episode's going to be all about how I hate my mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go back to cookout milkshakes. I got I to gotta try to distract myself from this disaster. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there's much else to say, honestly. Um, uh, yeah, they have Heath, Toffee. That's pretty good. You don't get that anywhere else, really. I don't think. Interesting. Heath is is one of the less popular candies. Yeah. Though it is. And for good reason. Uh, excuse you. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you not like toffee? Not really, no. What the? F- okay. That's fine. We're, not everyone we're opening, needs to like toffee. We're opening a lot of rifts between each other. I know. In this episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is sort of the Civil War episode. Yeah. Um, oh, man. I want to do all that. A glass of water Civil War. That'd be fun. That's Cap- an idea. Yeah. Captain America's Civil War is my favorite movie. It's not true, but it's up there. Um, uh, and we could do that. We could fight like Iron Man and Captain America. Oh yeah. Um, what is, and our what what is our split gonna be? Uh, it starts with a cookout milkshake, but really, you know, it's so much deeper than that. Mm-hmm. It's about you saying you want to fuck my mom all the time. Yeah. It's uh, my mom is going to disown me after this, and that's going to kind of be my inciting incident right for creating a uh, fascist dictatorship within the podcast studio right and then you're gonna you know form a resistance force of course what are we talking about cookout milkshake yeah milkshake they got cappuccino okay i get i've no i've never had the cappuccino but i do like cappuccino so yeah okay i'm just saying they have variety right they have a lot of variety. Just, sure, they're uh, thick. They're they're uh, they're uh, ice cream heavy. Reminds me of your mom. Okay, all right. That's <laughs> that was the last straw. We are going into a civil war now. <laughs> Lily. Yeah. What's up, Trevor? How's it going? I have an excess of knowledge, and I got to get it out. Oh no! Please help. There's. I, I heard someone asked a asked a question. Why don't you Why don't you tell us about that? Oh yes. Uh. Abby f- from Weddington, North Carolina. I don't think we should say their last name. <laughs> Abby from Weddington, North Carolina. She wants to know how to balance work and fun. Um, she is a freshman at a local university. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, very difficult to try and find that balance in the first, really, year or two of college, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Um, now, for me, personally... Um, I want to be the best uh, of all time, one of the greats. In in what field? Every field. Okay. I'm a. So that's a fair and reasonable and good goal to have, and you should feel bad if you don't achieve it. Yeah. Um, I want to be the Renaissance man of the modern era, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, anthropology, sociology, uh, all the natural sciences. <laughs> Sexology. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Uh, ask your mom about that one. All right. Uh, don't talk about my mom. <laughs> you don't mention her um, ever again. <laughs> um, uh, uh, so what? So what's your advice? My advice, right? My advice is th- to not have any fun at all. Yeah. Can I can I give some of my advice on this? Sure. Topic. So you're trying to balance your work and your fun. Here's what you're gonna do. Step one. Don't do your work. You're gonna you're gonna think I don't want to do my work. I'm gonna go have fun instead. Okay. Step two, you're gonna feel so bad about not doing your work. You won't be having fun either. You're gonna be doing things that should be fun, but you'll feel you'll feel if not you know best case you're gonna feel dead inside. Worst case, uh, you're gonna feel real. You're gonna feel something worse. You're gonna wish you were dead. We're gonna you know what? Let me let me try this again. We're gonna lighten it up a little bit. <laughs> no, no, I like I like where this went. Uh, this sounds to me similar to uh, depression. Oh, does it? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> no, that can't be right. No. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think it's I think that it's something else. Abby, that's what I think you should do. Get 
depressed. <laughs> yeah, I get really, really depressed, Abby. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you want to get more depressed, take a little bit of ecstasy. You'll be really happy for a time. Inter- okay. And then you're going to feel way, way worse afterwards. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that's what happened. I mean. When you took ecstasy. I have not taken ecstasy. This is just what I've heard. Heard I've this, also heard that it you've heard puts, that it will do the temporary depression cure and then it's going to make it way way worse. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've also heard that it puts it puts uh, holes in your brain. Oh my gosh. If you do too much of I it. I could use one or two of those. <laughs> uh luckily I've brought my uh 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 spike, my big spike. Oh sweet. Hit hit me. <laughs> oh, I forgot I have an adamantium brain. <laughs> My I forgot my skull was covered in the metal adamantium like Wolverine. Oh yeah, you you ruined my spike. What the hell, Lily? Hey, shoulda shoulda checked with the claws first. Shoulda asked the claws if you could if you could do that. Talk to. Them. Oh my god, they're so sharp and large. Can yeah. I can I touch one of them? Oh, go for it. Be careful. It's, they're sharp. They'll cut you. Oh, you touched the uh, sharp part, which yeah. is all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm bleeding. No, that, that's not going to stop. Okay. It also has an anti-clotting juice on oh. it, so you will bleed out from that little prick on your finger that my claws did. Yep, here it is. Just pull it on the floor. Oh. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, I think that's probably going to be it for the podcast. But da 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 As I slowly bleed out from my finger that's my claws going back in we would like to thank lily's mom we're not there will be no mention and abby of my mother ever again we would also like to thank toronto institute of perception thank you the toronto institute of perception thanks paul rudd and uh i forgot i forgot the actor for king it's been a while since we talked about that can you remember all right, guys. Um, we'll talk to you next time. Be sure to flush the toilet after you go. Unless you want the claws to come out. Um, what was my name? Um, it was, uh, it's Trevor. I've been Travis. I've been your other host, Lily. See you, people. Sleep tight. Yeah, we often make fools of ourselves for no reason. True. Even though we could just edit it out.